Chapter Twenty Two of Poison Romance and Poison Mysteries by Charles John Samuel Thompson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty Two: The Horsford Case. Towards the close of the year eighteen ninety-seven, a Mrs. Holmes, a widow, was living with her three children at Stoneley near Kimbleton she had a cousin named walter horsford a well-to-do young farmer who occupied a farm at spaldwick about twelve miles away and who frequently came to stoneleigh to visit her a romantic attachment eventually sprang up between them which resulted in a too intimate acquaintance after a while horsford's affection began to wane and in the end he married another lady shortly afterwards mrs holmes left stoneleigh and took up her residence at st neots about december of the same year she wrote a letter to horsford informing him of her condition a piece of news which appears to have greatly upset him as he was in fear the information might reach his wife on december twenty eighth he called at a chemist's shop in thrapston a neighbouring town and asked for a shilling's worth of strychnine some prussic acid arsenic and carbolic acid which he stated he required for poisoning rats the chemist to whom he was a stranger requested him to bring a witness which he did and the chemist's poison register was duly signed by horsford and a man who introduced him he took the poisons which consisted of ninety grains of strychnine one pound of arsenic and some prussic acid and carbolic acid away with him about a week afterwards mrs holmes received a letter from horsford it was taken in by her daughter who recognized his handwriting and the envelope is also supposed to have contained two packets of strychnine on the evening of january seventh eighteen ninety eight mrs holmes retired to bed apparently in her usual health about half-past nine the only other persons in the house were her daughter annie her son percy and her infant the daughter noticed that her mother took a glass of water upstairs with her which was an unusual circumstance on going to her mother's bedroom shortly afterwards she found her suffering great pain and she saw the glass now almost empty standing on a chest of drawers percy holmes ran out and called in the assistance of some neighbours and then went for a doctor when medical aid arrived the unfortunate woman was in convulsions and died shortly afterwards the day after her death the police searched the house but failed to find any trace of poison and an inquest was held on january eighth which horsford was summoned to attend in his evidence before the coroner he swore that he had neither written to nor seen the deceased woman the medical evidence proved that death was caused by strychnine the inquest was adjourned for a week and in the meantime mrs holmes was buried from information received by the police a further search was made in the house with the result that two packets were discovered under the feather bed in mrs holmes bedroom one packet of buff-coloured paper was found to contain about thirty-three grains of strychnine in powder on which was written the words one dose take as told in horsford's handwriting 
on the second packet the contents of which had been used was written take in a little water it is quite harmless this was also in horsford's handwriting on january ten walter horsford was arrested on the charge of perjury committed at the inquest and it was resolved to have another examination made of the body of the deceased woman on examination of further documents and letters discovered by the police the charge of wilful murder was added to corrupt perjury against horsford and he was committed for trial the trial took place on june two eighteen ninety eight in huntingdon before mr justice hawkins dr stevenson stated in his evidence he first made an analysis of a portion of the body of mrs holmes on january nineteen and extracted one point thirty one grain of strychnine but no other poison subsequently he examined the two packets discovered under the bed and found one containing thirty-three and three-quarter grains of powdered strychnine and the other which presented the appearance of having had the powder shaken out a few minute crystals of strychnine in each case it was the pure alkaloid the body was exhumed nineteen days after death and he then made an analysis of all the chief organs and obtained therefrom a total quantity of three point six nine grains of strychnine death usually occurred about half an hour after the commencement of the symptoms he judged there could not have been less than ten grains of strychnine in the body at the time of death the jury found walter horsford guilty and he was sentenced to death End of chapter twenty two